Are you not having the success you want with your direct bookings? Perhaps you are tired of feeling like you are out of your depth and wish there was an easier way. Well, I've got an exclusive free training coming up that just might help. Join me on April 4th when I will share the top three mistakes that I consistently see vacation and short-term rental property managers make in their desire for direct bookings that could be costing you major profits. I will also be sharing my top tips in building your own direct booking sales engine that will bring in those direct bookings while you sleep. Come and join in the fun. Head to my website, directbookingsuccess.com, and click on the free training button to join me on April 4th, because you deserve your own direct booking success. This is the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you the information you need to increase your direct bookings. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the short-term rental industry. I'm here to help so you too can have direct booking success. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. Today, I am speaking with Paul Stevens of Short-Term Rentals. Hey, Paul, it is so lovely to have you here today. Likewise, Jen. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me on, on your podcast. Brilliant. Let's start by getting you to introduce yourself, telling everybody a little bit about who you are. Yes. So as you said there, my name is Paul Stevens. I'm the editor of a B2B website called Short-Term Rentals, and that's short-term rentals with, with a Z on the end. Don't ask me the reason why that is. But we've been going now for just over four years. And we're part of a, a wider hospitality media portfolio belonging to a company called International Hospitality Media or IHM. And short-term rentals is one of our websites, as well as boutique hotel news, service department news, and urban living news. So we cover lots of sort of segments across real estate and, and hospitality. And I'm, I'm the editor of our, our short-term rentals website. And we cover companies and people right across the world. We run news stories. We do features, Q&A type interviews. We also do more exciting things such as podcasts like what we're doing here, webinars, and we also have our own awards. So certainly kept busy a lot of the time and, and there's always so much to cover in such an evolving industry. And I guess it's almost a way of thinking of short-term rentals. It's like, it's like our newspaper, you know, you're covering everything in the sector, all the who's who and things that are going on. It's, it's how we get the news, isn't it? Yeah. And and, well, firstly, thank you very much for saying that as well, because when we set out in in 2018 to launch this and and the company brought, brought me in, I think that was what we wanted to to do and we managed to replicate that from our existing uh, boutique hotel news and, and service department news websites and I, th- I think we spotted a gap quite early in the in the market we we've all seen like the the evolution of, of the industry and, and the boom particularly during during covid times and yes we want to be there help educate and, and inform people whether that's independent property owners or hosts to wide property managers to channel managers to suppliers you know everyone who's a professional in in this industry we really want to support 
and be there for him. Yeah, we've got a, a growing mobile base as well. We've sort of expanded quite a lot in, in the last couple of years and hopefully we'll, we'll continue to do that. Well, I know that I'm on your subscriber list and it keeps me up to date what's happening, <laughs> in, not just in, because we're both in the UK, but it's worldwide. Yeah, and that that's absolutely true as well. It's that there are other publications within the space, but we are very keen to emphasize that we cover UK news, we cover European news, but and and US news. But this is the whole we cover the whole spectrum of, of the industry as well. It doesn't matter if it's in mm-hmm. Australia, in Africa, in in the Middle East. We're there to cover it and, and to provide equal coverage. And whilst Probably the majority of our, our readership is in the States purely because of the, the volume. The numbers, yeah. We, we're get, you know, we're seeing the, the viewing numbers grow up, go up all, all the time. And yeah, we really want to grow our whole community as well, whether that's with our, our newsletter or with our awards. That is always great just to get the word out about our content and show people how we can support them as well with their journeys. And what would you tell who's maybe listening and they're thinking, okay, well, I've got one or two or three properties, whatever, and they haven't heard of you and they're feeling really, you know, it can be a real isolating business when you're working for yourself, by yourself, and then finding out that there's a larger community out there and the news, what, why should they care? Why should they get involved or listen? Thank thank you, Jen, for the question. And I I think actually it just, it helps me, but firstly, to have this platform to go out and directly you know, appeal to people and, and show what opportunities are out there as well. Of course, during you know what is now a cost of living crisis, and I think this is something that's not just affecting um, everyone in, in the UK, but in the wide world context as well, there's so many more people who have, have gone into the, the hosting business now who, who weren't necessarily thinking about that before. And they're looking for these additional revenue streams. They're perhaps new to the industry. Of course, I would encourage them to come to our website, which is shorttermrentals.com. And I would, and, you know, on, on top of that, we're very active on LinkedIn as well, sort of connections that we've got. Have, have a look at the, the people who, are creating a noise, creating a buzz. The word influencer gets, gets bandied about, but, um, yeah, there's, there's so many podcasts out there now. And for our website as well, we're trying to make people aware of what's happening in, in a global context. I think if people read our, our content or, or subscribe to our, our newsletter as well, it just gives a sense not only of, of the national context, but of, of a global context and, mm-hmm. I think they need, I think everyone needs to be aware of what opportunities are out there. And there's so much more. Of course, this is a direct booking success podcast as well. So we're seeing this movement gain so much traction at the moment. There's all sorts of players launching ebooks, launching podcasts, launching training programs. I would, I would sort of take it from there, really. Have, have a look at the, the, the publications out there, the websites and, you know, use us as something like a connector as well. This is an industry that's so well connected and, you know, one connection could have a huge difference on, on your business and mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't really know where it could lead and eventually scale your portfolio as well. Yeah. And even if it just made you feel not so alone, 
yeah, I, I, I'm guessing this is something perhaps that that comes up maybe fairly often with your with your uh, with the conversations that you're having with independent mm-hmm. um, hosts and property owners. And I, I think absolutely, this this is an industry that is challenging, regardless of the economic times we're going through at the moment. But this this is genuinely. I'm only four and a bit years in, into this industry. I could never have imagined the whole scope of the industry and what's out there. I think it, it, it's all out there already, and it probably just requires that that step to go out and and educate yourself about the industry and and find out who these these people who you know, can make a real difference for you. Everyone is so friendly as well. I'm sure this is something that you you've come across, Jen. Everyone wants to help each other. And, you know, I can say, I promise, if you're feeling lonely and, and anxious about, you know, the short-term rental business or it is quite isolating, then the opportunities are out there. And, and yeah, it's it's an industry that is, is, is well worth entering and, and you can yeah. believe in it. Very friendly, you know, it crossed the board, you know, really is. I don't think I've ever met anyone in, in our sector who wasn't, and you know, we're in hospitality. So, you know, come on, we're people, people, right? So absolutely. I can, I can totally test to that. And, and, and just, just great to have this opportunity. We, we want to be connecting more with independent hosts, property property owners and and yeah we are a, we are a news platform but we're there to put out the news where it is and, and if we can educate and inform people along the way about maybe investment opportunities or, or where the trends are in terms of you know staycation demand or new tech suppliers out it's it's just putting it all out there now and i think over the past couple of years we've, we've managed to, to grow our, our connections and we want, want to keep doing that I'd, I'd love it if people were keen to reach out to me afterwards and always happy to, to do introductions and and yeah hopefully we can continue to grow this industry and in the direction it's going great so tell us you said you've been around for four and a half years so what got you into into hospitality was something you were interested <laughs> in before or what kind of got you got you into this? Yeah, it's funny. I have this conversation with a lot of people when I, I'm doing podcasts and interviews, and I don't know from your experience, Jen, but it, every, everyone's um, response to that question always seems to be that they stumbled into this interview mm. by, by accident. In some ways, I did as well. People might go to say I'm, I'm relatively young in, in this industry, although I would say that this you know this industry is so diverse and covers so many different ages and, and demographics but i i'm 28 and been in this industry now since late 2018 before this i was studying at university i was in languages studying french and spanish and it's always great when i have the opportunity to go back and, and, and speak to people in all different um, corners of the world but um i think whilst i didn't necessarily have the, the hospitality background i've I did probably acquire some skills that I've been able to transfer in, into this job. And after graduating from uni, I did a short course in, in journalism in, in Brighton, near to where I live. And it's just sort of developed from there. And within a month of graduating from there, I'm starting out here at Short Term Rentals and haven't, haven't really looked back. It's a fantastic industry to be part of. You get to 
meet so many people, so many different types of personality, and I'm learning every day as well. I think as as we all are. Yeah, hopefully we we can continue to to, to develop the the website and, and build more connections. But yeah, I'm looking forward to to uh, what the future holds. Well, it sounds like you got the bug. I always talk about people who, you know, we talk about just stumbling into it and then you kind of get this bug and you're like, oh, I'm in it now. <laughs> and I can't, I can't see my life without, you know, whether it's hosting or owning or managing or whatever you're doing. So it sounds like in your side of the industry, it's the same. You've got that bug for short-term rentals. It, it does. It does. It does seem that way. Yeah. And, you know, People who who want want to travel as well. I, I think travel and hospitality just go alongside each other. The idea of of, of traveling to to new places and, and staying in all types of maybe unique accommodation as well. It throws up so many opportunities. And when you see how welcoming people are to to a city or, or to an accommodation as well, that really rubs up on up on you. And it's Something I've been lucky to have the, the opportunity to travel in, in this job, and yeah, yeah, and it's a passionate, you know, passionate people. You yeah. know, we're passionate with our about our local areas. You know, we're passionate about showing our guests the best, have, giving them the best experience they can they can have. Absolutely, and you have to have a passion to do this business as well. I don't think anyone goes into this industry and is half-hearted in in their approach it is is hard work but it's also very rewarding as well when you get guests who you know you get repeat business and you get fantastic comments afterwards and i think this has really been an enhanced since the since the pandemic as well Mm -hmm. when we couldn't all just hop on a plane and and travel to spain or, or france or or wherever it is that we we might go on our, our usual holidays and the, the wider public who maybe were less familiar with with a short-term rental segment they are now looking at you know this, this industry has become far more professional and far more respected and, and standardized as well as uh, as we've grown over the last couple of years and ho- hopefully we we, we play a, a very small part in that but people have seen the, the benefits of, of staycationing and domestic travel um, people perhaps are even building in more trips during the year as well. They're making time to to staycation and and try new things and and new booking platforms as well. So I, I think it's a fantastic industry to be a part of, and it's always great to see communities growing. Yeah. So I want to talk to you today about your fabulous awards that you I want you to give us the background too. And then I want to get into the details of the awards because, you know, we were talking about the news. We're talking about how isolating this, uh, the sector can be sometimes, you know, but, and we just, sometimes it's so nice to have a pat on the back, you know, and we do get it from guests and our reviews. And sometimes that's a really big motivator to keep going, but the shorties, which is coming up in April, the award ceremony is such an amazing initiative to give that sort of industry pat on the back to individuals, companies that are doing such a good job. Can you give us a little bit of background on the shorties? Yeah, it's funny. In the last couple of years now, I've sort of become 
almost synonymous with shorties and short-term rentals has almost taken a bit of a, a yeah. back step. But uh, <laughs> people will think that I'm the editor of, of shorties website or, or something. Well, like it, as long as they're not thinking it's like for short people, you know, well, it's, not yeah. a, it's not an award show for shorty people. Or... <laughs> we, we, we have we have made that joke before. I still think we need, we still need Anton Deck or, or something to co-host with me. But, yeah, the, 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 the shorties, it's, it's, you know, a real passion of mine and and bars collectively as a company we're already doing a couple organizing a couple of award ceremonies before we launched the shorties awards back in it was late 2019 that we actually announced that we were going to do it and we held our first uh, awards in march 2020 we were just about able to get in before the lockdown but yes you've given it a fantastic introduction already this is a, a a completely unique venture, really, that the Shorties Awards. It's an awards that is inclusive to everyone. And I, I emphasize everyone within our, our sector, whether it's independent hosts and property managers, whether it's the big global corporations or groups, whether it's channel managers, it's suppliers, whether it's subscription, booking platforms, whatever. We, we want to cater to everyone. And the whole point is to yeah, give give recognition to people who are doing extremely exciting, innovative things that don't necessarily get all the credit or get all the exposure all the time. And it is an industry that is an awards that we try to make as accessible as possible to anyone can enter. It's no cost to enter into our twenty categories, and there's also no limit on the on the number of categories you can you can enter. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some might be. More, you might be more eligible for, for some than others. But yeah, and in fact, you encourage people to enter multiple categories if they're a- applicable. Yes, and I, I did just an explainer video a couple of a couple of weeks ago. As we're in the middle of our entries period now, I would thoroughly encourage people to enter a, a couple of, of categories along the way. We have a dedicated entries platform that people can go to, and for each of them, there's bit of personal information it's nothing nothing sensitive but just just the the administrative things then we have for each category we've got a bit of criteria and you i think you can fill out maybe about 150 words per per category per criteria box and we recommend doing bullet points and just note down some key achievements or or new services or products that you're launching whatever that might be and then you can also submit either a video or an additional PDF, which just backs up some of those claims. So that's what everyone is doing. And there's no favor giving given to, you know, the big companies or to sponsors. This is an event that we've been running now for, we're just coming up now to our fourth uh, awards, kind of lost track of time there, but this is something that's really moving in the right direction. We're looking to improve incrementally each year and and just get the word out because this is an event that we really want everyone to be part of. Mm. And it will only be successful if people nominate themselves. Can you nominate someone else as yes. well? Yes, you absolutely. Can. You can you can nominate yourself, your company, you can nominate um, an, another individual or or another company. We do recommend though, if you're nominating another personal company, maybe just check with them first that they're happy, <laughs> they're, that they're happy to be nominated. Luckily, we we haven't had that issue 
before where someone has refused to go on a shortlist or something. But it's, yeah, any anyone can enter. And... Yeah, but don't wait for somebody to nominate you. You know, nominate yourself. It yeah. is, you know, I was just telling Paul before we started chatting here, uh, before we, w- we hit record, that I'm going to apply. Now, I'm saying it now to give myself some accountability because I will be doing it. But, you know, you go on and then your sort of your little inner voice says, oh, but will you win? Are you good enough? Well, you know, there's a phrase here in, in England, you know, you have to be in it to win it. Yep. And you just have to put on your big girl pants and just do it. You know, because you'll never know. And you don't know also, like there's some criteria there and we'll get into some of those awards, but you don't know what the people on the panel, you know, what are they looking for and what conversations they're going to be behind the scenes. There might be something that you say or do or written that just, you know, tweaks it over somebody else. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I completely understand people's reticence maybe to, to put themselves forward for awards. I mean, I think I might have put myself forward for one award and oh, I didn't win, not surprising. But um, it's it's an award that we, we really want to show that anyone can enter, anyone can win on the day. This isn't if you, if you look back at previous years, we well we have our entries period, and then we have a judging panel which is diverse and includes investors and CEOs and founders and and all sorts of people from, from different parts of the world. And they go through and assess all of the entries, and it is the entries themselves which would qualify people for ultimately the shortlist and, and then the chance to win. The the winners overall are decided by a 50-50 split between the, the judge scores and, and the public vote. So typically for each category, we'll have a, a shortlist of about five or six names. And I, I can honestly say, even if, if you're entering a couple of categories, even if you make maybe one shortlist, that is an absolutely fantastic achievement that you really can un- underestimate or un- undervalue in any way. The the issue that we've managed to build up, I think, and I hope that the industry would hopefully say say the same there, is that the exposure that we're getting now is, is really strong with, with the awards. And there are people from all different corners of the world, quite literally, tuning in, logging in, and, and can vote in these awards as well. So it could... You know, you don't really know where that exposure could take you, but I would just say, you know, if you're doubting yourself or something, winners in the past have doubted themselves and they've come out and, and won or made the shortlist. And it's, you, you kind of got to be in it to win it, as, as you say, Jen. Yeah. There's been, we've had the, the biggest companies winning, winning awards. We've also had companies who, maybe just in the middle of raising pre-seed funding and hosts with, you know, a relatively small number of units that they're adding, but we want to cater to, to everyone and, and give them the opportunity. Yeah. So it's, so the, the process is that you go into, and I'll put them on the, sh- the show notes as well, but it's the shorties. It's just the shorties.com, isn't it? Yes. So yeah. the shorties.com, that is our dedicated award site and that, gives you all of the information you need to know about 
the awards and we've got a, an awards ceremony at, at the Orbit in London on Wednesday the 26th of April in London. It gives you a whole breakdown of all of the categories, what the judges are looking for, different type of criteria that you need to fill out. We've got the, the, judge, the judging panel is listed. We've got different media and you can look back on previous years and, and highlights there, sponsor information. It, that is where everything is. We also then have a pop-up button, which would take you through to our actual dedicated entries platform where you would need to log in, create an account, log in mm-hmm. and um, create your your entries. And again, I, we can probably share this in, in, the, in the notes after. Of course. Yeah. And so once you've, once you've done that and you've hit, you've hit submit, the next stage is that you might be chosen for the shortlist. Yes. Yes. So as we mentioned off, off, we have, we're in the middle of an entries period now. Um, the deadline for it has been the uh, Monday, the 6th of March. Although we are announcing that we're going to be extending that to Wednesday, the 15th of March. And it will be okay. uh, 23.59 GMT as well. So okay. uh, there is still plenty of time for people to submit yeah. entries. Because um, this episode is coming out on the 6th of March. And perfect. so you have a week and a half. Is that right? Yes. Yes, pretty much. And a week and a half to get those entries in. So don't sit on it. Get over <laughs> to the website, shorties with an Z.com and go for it. So once you're on that shortlist, you're then emailed about being on the shortlist. Yes. Yes. We, we, we would email who's, who's on the shortlist. We would email people who aren't on, on the shortlist as well, but, um, it's, all very exciting when when we announce the shortlist we create real buzz on on social media and have some quite quite fun videos where we're just playing about and we announce all of the shortlists one by one so there's a lot lot of names to get through as we've got 20 categories and then from that we almost immediately go into a, a public vote as well so so you can com- campaign for your own votes can yes. you yes you oh can. that's fun and, and obviously like you can only vote for you can only vote once. So yes. <laughs> you, can, you can vote in as many categories as you want and you can vote for your own company as well. But there, there is a, a degree of campaigning. But as I've also said to other people, it doesn't come down entirely to public votes as well. So if people are thinking, well, I'm not going to have as many votes as such and such. If the entry is the best entry there and it fulfills the criteria more than the other ones that make shortlist, then anything can happen and maybe that's something that's a little bit different to some of the other award ceremonies out there and yeah that would that would be my my way of encouraging people yeah no i think it's great and quite fun too and and think of the publicity you're giving yourself by saying hey i've made the shortlist you know come vote for me you know and for your guests to see that as well and say oh wow you know we've stayed there i want to stay with somebody who has made the shortlist and then, you know, cause there can only be one winner in each category. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta look at the odds, I guess as well, but there'll be 20 winners on the night on April 26th. It'll be exciting. So let's talk about some of these categories. We're not going to talk about all of them cause there are 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know <laughs> you, you've got limited time. So I'll try and be yes. uh, concise. Right so, 
<laughs> the top one I have on my list is the sustainability award, because we talk about this a lot. I know in my direct booking success summit, we talk about sustainability and I know that there are going to be companies from one, you know, property up to hundreds that are doing a lot with this. In fact, I think probably the smaller companies might have an edge over the bigger companies for this. Yeah, I guess I hadn't necessarily thought like with with the size like that, but you you make a, a really good point. And companies, yes, we we brought in this award. I think I think we've actually had it from from the start as well. But this is a company award that literally anyone can enter. You can be property manager, you can be a, a booking platform, you can be you know, a business with say five. 10 units. It, does, it really doesn't matter how many units you would have. It's always a very, very short list. And yes, we want to, we intentionally wanted to have a category that rewards companies and businesses that are making efforts to be green and, and sustainable and contribute to a more sustainable tourism industry. And um, the, the winners we've had so far have done some incredible things. When we, when we go through the, uh, when we go through what, what what the companies have done when, when we see the entries, it's, it's mind blowing, actually. It's even for me, I'm, I'm constantly learning about it. Um, yeah. So there's 20 categories and we're talking about the sustainability one. Now there's, you know, best home automation solution, best corporate accommodation booking channel, you know, they most effective use of social media. You know, some of these will be more relevant to, to, to you than others, depending on your, your business and your company, best channel manager, like it's best property management system, which is really interesting from just seeing the players and, and, you know, who, who wins and who votes for it. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's good fun, but there's some individual awards too, like the rising star and the pioneer, the innovator disruptor award, which just sounds like they're going to come out in some kind of cosmic cosme, you know, or something kind of crazy outfit or something. <laughs> That's just me. Jess. Yeah. But there's the Rentapreneur Award, which is new. That's the new award, isn't it? Yes. This is our, um, yeah, only new award for 2023. And yeah, we've had a couple of years now where we've sort of tried to find the, the best categories and try to include as many people as, as as we can. The rentalpreneur category we think is opening up our awards even more to independent hosts or property owners, property managers who are essentially making money from renting a holiday property or holiday properties. And these people, they may be educating the rest of the industry about how they're doing this. They may be speaking at events. They may be very active on, on social media. They may be having it, maybe have their own podcast or TikTok channel or whatever it is. We're really looking for a whole range um, of people. And this is a new category as well. So we just think it's a huge market that we weren't maybe giving enough visibility to before. And this, when, when I say well, anyone can enter, this is, this is like the category that really reinforces that. Um, mm -hmm. it'll be interesting. Sorry, Paul, it'll be interesting to see what entries you get for it. 
Yes. You know, because on the podcast here on the Direct Booking Success podcast that you're listening to, I've been having owner managers in who have done something in their marketing and their business, you know, one thing, and they're telling the, every, their, their, their colleagues, you know, what they've done and educating others. And I think because, you know, we talked at the start about the, the industry being so friendly and we are hospitable, you know, we really are. And I think it's, it's almost a natural progression of, you know, you're doing well in your business and you want to help other people. So I think it's a great new category. This, this is, I mean, I, I think exactly the same, that we are essentially helping the industry to grow. We are, you know, maybe we're only playing a small part in that, or maybe this, this role is increasing with the news that we're putting out or, or with the awards, but, um, Everyone is doing such amazing work and they maybe didn't feel before. And, and this, this podcast is, is a great platform for this, that they didn't feel like they had that recognition, that platform for recognition before. And this is where we need to be giving more visibility to the awards. And yeah, we, we want to make celebrate startup achievement. We want to re- recognize the technological innovations. And within the market and just looking at some of our, our winners before is such a diverse mix of, mix of people. And this, this is a category I'm, I'm really excited about as well, because this is presumably where we're going to get people who haven't necessarily entered the awards before. And who knows what it's going to be like with, with a short list, but it's always exciting when we have new names, new companies represented and and, and yeah, within the wider community, there should be some good recognition and, and exposure for people finally. So how are the entries going so far? Have you been getting them in daily? The, yes, the, the entries period is always quite, it is quite stressful. I've got, I've mm. got to be honest as well, because we really want to you know, get the words out and encourage people to enter. We are on, I think, a, a good track. And to be quite honest, we had 350 plus entries last year from from all over the world we had like our first short listy that's even a word from africa and we're great these on from the middle east so you know this is something that hasn't happened before as well and yeah i think we're i think we're on a good track if we can beat that again this year we'll, we'll be extremely happy it's you know opportunities like this that we want to be d- doing more of and and every year we're learning a little bit more about how we can keep improving and keep giving people the chance to enter and make the selection process as efficient as it, as it can mm-hmm. be like the the en- entries period so the, the actual process of entering we've made sort of more efficient and, and quicker right. here so people do not have to spend days and days doing an entry. This should be something that you can hopefully wrap up in, you know, a couple of hours max. And the, tell us a little bit about the award ceremony. So this is happening in London on the 26th of, of April. Yes. Yes. Very, very, very exciting. We, we always do the awards in a very unique venue. So the first year we had it on a, on a boat along the River Thames. The second year we were in, in lockdown. And so we had to record it all virtually. Last year we were back in person and we did it on a rooftop balcony overlooking the Tower of London. And then this year we thought, how are we going to top, <laughs> how are we going to top this in, in more way, more ways than one? And we've confirmed the orbit in the Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park as our venue. So, so in the very top of the orbit and got some 
absolutely incredible views overlooking London and the Olympic Stadium. I was there just a couple of weeks ago as well, and we'll have uh, more than 200, 200 plus attendees on, on the night of Wednesday, the 26th April. Other shortlisted companies will have sponsors, we'll have judges, but of course the team organising it. I'll be co-hosting on, on the night myself, so it would be great to see as more of your listeners, Jen, attending that as possible. So anyone can buy a ticket and come along on the evening. You don't have to have been on the shortlist or, or a winner. No, you, you don't have to have been on the shortlist. And again, this is something I can emphasize. It could just be, of course, if you're on a shortlist, then great. We, we really want to have as many of you there as possible because if you're a winner, then you can be there to collect it in person. So um, does the winner not know until that night? Yes, li- literally. Like even the judges don't know who who has won. It is, it's us as a team. Go through the, the judge scores and the public votes and we combine them to come up with our ultimate winners and through sort of a couple of years a couple of years of doing this and experience we believe that this is is the fairest way and the- and the most exciting yes yeah even even the judges if they're reading out the name they don't know who's gonna appear on that but yeah we we think it's the most rewarding way so it's not relying completely on judge schools and the judges are completely free of any bias of course as well we make sure of that that the judging process yeah. and, and if also you not rely on on the just public vote right and if you couldn't make it you still get the award yes if absolutely. you win like i mean there might be the opportunity for us to hand it over in person at a later day or in the um uh when you go to our entries platform you'll see there's a spot where you can list the, the company address um mm-hmm. and um, we would you know, be in touch with the winner and we can arrange to however the trophy will be collected. Yeah. Oh, it's really exciting. And I hope that everyone listening is really thinking about entering and going onto the website and having a look. This is, it's a shameless pug, this episode, because I believe so highly in this and being able to give yourself a pat on the back is brilliant. And having that feedback from your guests, but having that award, an industry award, you know, a public pat on the back, it just, it can't be bought. But anyways, I can't have you on and not ask you, what does direct booking success mean to you? Yes, that's a a very good question. And from listening to previous episodes as well, I think everyone has their own interpretation of an answer for this, but I think roughly roughly the same in many ways as well. I see it from the the host and, and owner side, but I also see it from the OTA side as well. So I think probably my answer would be somewhere in the middle. And I think even even more so, we've already mentioned COVID and some of the, the cost of living crisis that we're going through at the moment. I think direct booking success for me would be perhaps being able to have your own financial freedom. And I would say that the OTA bookings, if, if we're going through third party sites, would be something that you probably you know, do need as part of your business. But at the same time, I think it's healthy. It's about maintaining that healthy mix and you're not being reliant, 100% reliant on the direct booking business, but also not being wholly reliant on on the OTAs like an Airbnb or booking.com. And I think having that that balance allows you obviously more control, more unrestricted perhaps communication with, with guests, for example, 
and perhaps greater ownership of, of your data. And yeah, I think I think it also allows you, I would say, to appeal directly to the sort of guest demographics that you want that you want to come to your business. And hopefully that will turn into repeat business as well and eventually scale a portfolio. So I hope I hope that answers it. It's I love your very answer. Very much about balance. Yeah. And, balance, yeah. And yeah, the OTAs are not something to be completely ignored or, or vilified. It's it's something you've got a fantastic business and you want to keep that identity, but it's it's combining forces to yeah. create a really strong, sustainable business. Yeah. No, there are pros and cons to third-party sites. There's pros and cons to direct bookings, you know. It is what works for you. And that's why I love this question and why I created this podcast was to get those opinions and find out what people, what people think and to have your point of view, I think is really great because you're in a different position, mm. you know? So thank you. Uh, well, if I, if I may as well, just, it's great to have a podcast like this that is really connecting all different sides of, of the industry and giving a voice to people who yeah ha- have these businesses and we all, we want to I don't need to go on about the, the difficult times that we're, we're living in but it never hurts to have a bit of recognition and a bit of exposure and I think it needs people more people like you who are who are giving people that voice Ah, well, you heard it here first, everyone. I'm going to be on a short list. You just wait and see. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get your entries in first. (laughs) I promise. I promise. I'm going to apply. I'm going to apply. I definitely will. And I won't hold you to it. I'm just teasing (laughs) you. Paul's just looking at me like, what? Not not at all. all. (laughs) (laughs) um... No, thank you so much, Paul, for coming on and talking about short-term rentals, but also the shorties which is such a great thing. And if you're listening, if you're listening after the 15th, well, you're stuck now. Now you're just going to have to vote, but you know, get your, get your applications in the shorties with a Z.com. I'll put all of this in the show notes so you can head over there, but thank you so much, Paul. Remind us of that deadline to apply. So the deadline will be Wednesday, the 15th of March, 11.59 in the evening. So there's still, I promise that there's still plenty of time for people to submit entries. And if anyone has any questions, please, um, please do drop me a message. I'm try and be as accessible as I can on, on LinkedIn or, or email or, or whatever and always happy to answer questions or queries. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you very much, Jen. Hey, thanks, Paul, for coming on the Direct Booking Success Podcast today. If you are thinking of entering the Shorties Awards, head over to their website right now, the Shorties with a Z.com and get it done. I'll be getting my application in as well. Let me know if you do apply so I can support you. Thank you for listening to the Direct Booking Success Podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website directbookingsuccess.com. See you next week.